Yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, the apparel will look like uh, we work for some sort of government. We're doing like a sting operation. You know, maybe those I mean, things where those guys come in and they're like, hi, I'm here to speak to a 14 year old. And we're like, no, you're going to jail. <laughs> you know, I, I, I used to love that show. What was the name of that, sh that the show? Um, catch a Predator. To Catch a Predator with uh, Chris Hansen. Uh, yeah, that one. That I, I used to watch that shit. I still watch it sometimes on, on YouTube. And I I laugh. I laugh because it's sad for for those motherfuckers. You feel bad for the guys? No. <laughs> I mean, you can I be mean, real. No, no, they they get what this, they deserve. So, right. fuck them. I hope they drop the soap. Apparently, like I, I heard in an interview later that Chris Hansen cheated on his wife. Yeah. So it, it would be funny, like if 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 he gets home right uh, to his wife, and then there's this other guy that's kind of like a Chris Hansen type, and he's like, "Hi, so where were you?" <laughs> <laughs> or or at the girl he's seeing, he goes mm. into the into the you know the mistress house, and there's a Chris Hansen type guy like, hey, what are you doing here? Don't you have a wife? Oh, I'm not I'm not coming to do anything. Also, you didn't tell her in your text messages I want to go there and lick every part of your body. You didn't say that because we have the prints right here, Chris Hansen. <laughs> the, the tables are turned, motherfucker. Who's the bad guy now? Cheating is so hard. Why people do it? It's going through so many loops, so many lies. It's horrible. I mean, people do it. But this is why the Brusky Doodles are such an example for the community. You know, we, 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 we think about cheating. What is that? Doesn't even make sense to us. That's why our women have to be happy and proud of who they have. And, and fucking behave. <laughs> okay? Stay in the wow. fucking lane. You know, I, I got a know haircut your yesterday. I got a haircut yesterday. A word? And I'm I, I'm looking at myself in the camera and I'm... This motherfucker did something weird. Well, you, I, I went to a new guy. You have... You know, you give me a vibe. I, I like it that your haircut didn't just eliminate your hair. It just gave it some form okay and you the vibe that you give me is a little bit like uh i mean the, the english speaking uh, more americans won't understand the reference but carlos vives vibes colombian, okay colombian folk singer um in in more in the in, in the american you give me you know what you give me the vibes eastbound and down Kenny mm. Rogers, Kenny Powers. Mm. You, 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 you give me a little bit of that vibe. Okay, I'll take it. Like, you know, I'd, classy, but, I, you know, I'll do cocaine out of the anus of a donkey Ooh. in Tijuana. Okay. Oh, that's okay. happening. <laughs> that's a vibe I'm giving you. Okay, I'll take it, I guess. Thank you. I'll take the compliment. By the way, uh, we're, we're rocking the sunglasses today. I have a horrible sty, which for people that yeah. don't know, a sty is like a, it's not like, it's literally, a sty is a pimple inside of your eye socket. Imagine that. That's what's happening to my eye right now. 
when I when I first saw you before we started recording, I thought you got into a fight. Yeah, no, I didn't. And I'm I, like, I'm like, damn, that motherfucker got you good. I could probably use a fight because a punch in the right place will actually bur burst the 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 style that I have. So, I mean, for the people that are watching and not listening, you know, I'll give you a little sneak peek, but it's pretty disgusting. It looks horrible. And Ooh. yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Damn, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. So that's that's anyway. why the look. That's, so that's why, why we have the that's why we look like very bad undercover cops, and you look like the Spanish version of Kenny Powers. Have okay. you seen the series? I saw when it first came out. I saw a couple episodes, but then I stopped. I stopped watching because I was poor and I didn't have enough money, money. to pay for HBO. Okay. Okay. It is I, what it is. I recommend it. Very good uh, show. I really like. Uh, I mean, I'm still poor. I don't have HBO, so. I, really I can't like the, watch it. I really like the guy in it. <clears throat> but uh but anyways. What's his name? Uh can't remember right now. But everything he does, he's he's great at it. So in this new setup, I don't have the capacity of going and searching for things. Okay. No. So maybe I can do it on my phone while while you No, it's okay. Uh his name is Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah, he's didn't he uh didn't he play like the bad guy in Pineapple Express? Yeah, that was sort of his first one of his first. He also has like a movie as cult classic it's called The Fist the the Fist Way or yeah, The Foot Fist Way. It's kind of like this. Remember like Napoleon Dynamite style movie where he's like a karate instructor but he's super funny. I mean, He's great. I also saw the the movie, the the series he did on HBO. Uh, can't remember the name, but he's like a like a one of those religious types, you know, like a, mm. gives a sermon. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. And he really touches on the you know religion concert type uh, events. You know, Joel Olstein, for example. This type of characters that profit from the faith of others. What do you think about, um, I know you touched on it, and I, I just wanted to know what you thought I'll about it. I'll touch on it. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Because I, I remember watching it, and I never got it. Bro, Napoleon Dynamite, when I watched that movie back in the day, though, the first time, I, I don't think I I don't think I had ever laughed that hard, and I don't know if I've ever laughed that hard. Okay, I, I never I never got it. I never understood. Yeah, it, it is one of those weird ones. Little yeah. fun, little fun fact: Lindsay, no, not Lindsay Lohan. Um, the other one that's that's actually doing well from the Disney Channel days. Um, Lizzie McGuire. What's what's that girl? Hillary name? Duff. Hillary Duff. Mm. Her older mm. sister, who's also was... who's also very good, yeah, um, was on <laughs> that. Yeah, it was on the Napoleon Dynamite. Super funny, and Napoleon Dynamite is one of those like super weird movies. It's almost like if you could designate 
a categorization of the movie and you could say it's, it has autism. That movie has autism. <laughs> Vote for Pedro. Mm -hmm. You have Uncle Rico. The movie came out in 2004. Damn. I 20 years ago. Now that you said it, I, I'm going to watch it in, this week. Again, just to have, you know, some giggles. What, what happened to uh, John Hader? He was on a few movies afterwards, but <clears throat> he kind of just went out of it. He has a twin brother. Uh, but yeah, interesting. A lot of the characters in that movie didn't really come <laughs> back and, and did other movies. But I love the editing on that movie. I love the simplicity of it, the low budgety esque of it. And yeah, Napoleon Dynamite, let's go. Uh, oh, yeah, he did that movie with uh, Will Ferrell that they're, um, they're both ice skaters. Oh, yeah. Blades good, of Glory. Good movie. Yeah. I mean, for the kind of movies that both of them do, yeah, they're good. It's okay. You, you can laugh. Do you like Will Ferrell? I do. It is true. There's movies that are over the top. But, for example, his, his classics, I recently saw Step Brothers. It wasn't as good as I thought when I saw it back then, but it's still great. Uh, but Talladega Nights, um, the, the 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 news anchor one, Anchorman, Anchorman. Um, that, those are funny. I, old I love school. Those. Uh, old saw, school. Old school is amazing. There's a few too. more. There's a few more. Uh, wedding. Well, he's in Wedding Crashers. At the mm -hmm. end, he's great. Wedding Crashers is amazing. I mean, there's a there's a bunch of movies from back then that I want to watch again, j just because they're great. You know, I did I did that uh, not long ago. What movie did I watch? I think it was Scarface. That I it came back on Netflix, and I told my girlfriend, I'm like, oh, let's let's watch it. She has never seen it. I'm like, it's very good. Dude, the acting was so bad. And I, I, I ended up taking it off. Like I couldn't watch the whole thing because it was cringy. I mean, it's still a good movie. Unpopular opinion, but mm -hmm. I, I'm with you actually on this one. I mean, I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I think I enjoy it more than you. I, I would finish it. But I think it's also a thing of the time. You see movies from the 70s, and just the fact that technically they didn't have the same capacity as today Right. They just had sometimes low quality. Scorsese, he's a master. So even in the late 70s, he was able to make really good movies. Good, Goodfellas, Casinos, they were, those were like in the late 70s, 80s. And they, and they were still amazing. But it is true that some directors back then couldn't achieve it, or maybe some studios couldn't achieve that look. And Scarface sometimes does look and feel cheap. Mm. But... Uh, mm -hmm. I think, and uh, uh, this is also an unpopular opinion. As a Latino, right? You're part of the Latino community. <laughs> um, Al Pacino, he's playing a Cuban guy, right, in Miami. Mm -hmm. Although I give him respect for nailing what he nailed, it's really like, it's fake as fuck. Like, that's not how yeah. Cuban, like, that's not how a Cuban <laughs> speaks. So it, it's very overdone. And but I understand that, that if Come you on, don't know run. if you don't know how a Cuban speaks in Miami, you could hear him and you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. Great, great accent. You know, but like it it it, 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 it fucks up because we're from there. We lived there a long time. We know how the Cubans speak. 
I mean, he was close, but it was almost like a like an SNL version of it. <laughs> it felt forced, like, like very. When you see it now, doesn't it seem a little trolly, a little goofy? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem real. I guess back then it, it played off because people didn't know it wasn't fa it wasn't uh, jaded yet. Mm -hmm. But now that character looks very phony to me. I think. I didn't get to that point, but I, from what I remember, I think Michelle Pfeiffer showed her boobs in the in the movie. I don't no, remember. Maybe I'm incorrect. I might have to but, go back. I might have to go back yeah. and check that detail. When when you're 12, 13, 14, you watch this movie for the first time, you see Michelle Pfeiffer's boobs, and you know, you might have a one-on-one -on -one time by yourself. Yeah. I mean, remember, you're 13, 14, you're discovering your body, you're discovering mm -hmm. your sexuality, and you're trying to... You're like, and you're what trying am I gonna to do with this? Right. I have this thing, it's very hard. And and yeah, you you, you start having these experiences. Uh and, and you know, back then we didn't have the internet and, and, and the crazy websites we have today. So you kinda had to really find the opportunity. You know? Back then with the internet that we had, we had to tell mom that we were using the internet. They're like, Mom, I'm gonna go online for a few. No. Don't be expecting any phone calls. Right. Mom will give you like some lubrication and like some tissues. Here, son. I mean, Chef Maurice was very open about this with his mom. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Sure. So, and, <laughs> and she was happy for him to release the energy. Uh, Chef Maurice had a lot of energy as a little boy. Mm -hmm. And mainly having to do with trauma from uh, withdrawal from his uncle's presence in his life. Wow. Who, abru who abruptly had to stop seeing him due to things uh, Chef Maurice doesn't remember. And that's how trauma works. And that's how, and that's why, <laughs> that's why you need to speak with your friends, you know, and mm -hmm. whatever it is you went through. Let's say, let's say today, because of things that happened in the past, when you fart, it doesn't make a sound because the hole is not tight enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If, right, that's, right. if that's your situation, you need to have compassion with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Like if when Robert Tico, Fart, it's like dust in the wind, mm -hmm. right? Then we have a problem, but it's okay. And cut. You know, you know who else had uh, boobs on t on movies? Anne Hathaway. She showed her breast in what movie? Uh, Brokeback Mountain, I believe. What? Ironic, yeah. ironic, ironic. I mean, I was, <laughs> I, I was looking for the dick. I was looking for the dick. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, think and then I, I also show. I, I think they show a little uh, ass. I think it was uh, what was his name? Lee, Heath Ledger's Heath ass. Heath Ledger. Because I mean, think about it. Your dick is hard. You're expecting um, Heath Ledger and Gyllenhaal, you know, to hunk each other, right? Mm. And then all of a sudden you get Anne Hathaway's boobs. That's a little surprise that, I, that I'll take any day of the week. I think she shows it for maybe a second or two. And then if you, if you hit the right uh, time and you pause it at the right time, you get to see those boobs for a while. And it's good enough. It's good at, enough. At, at 12 or 13, it's good enough. Okay. Yeah, this reminds me. I mean, uh, this is very much the type of topic that you would talk about in the 90s. And... And the characters are piece of shit guys, 
right? So, so I'm proud of ourselves for that. But it also reminds me of that movie, Knocked Up, where part of the premise is that Seth Rogen and his boys are working on a website that tells you the minute in every movie where the celebrities, you know, genitalia are being shown. Yeah, I don't now, that, now that you think about it, if, if they try to make that movie today, they'll be like this fucking misogynistic pieces of <laughs> shit. Well, a lot of a lot of early two thousand movies are would be very hard to make nowadays. Like that one. What else? Uh, all the Tom Green movies and shows. They couldn't do that now. Yeah, I mean the first American Pie is like. They're filming somebody with other cons. I mean, this has so many problems, not not with me, but with the board of directors. Mm. Halle Berry. Oof. She shows Sorry, her. I didn't, uh, didn't want to. <laughs> she shows her uh, boobage in a movie as well. Swordfish. I don't know if you ever saw it. Two thousand one. Uh, I don't remember correctly what it, uh, the movie was about, but. Hugh Jackman was there, John Travolta, Don you know Cheadle. what? You know, I mean, now that you're in the topic, that movie Eurotrip, mm. Mika, the German, she shows her boobs. Yeah, yeah. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> you couldn't make it today either. <laughs> hey, fun fact. You made that with your sister, dude. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing movie. That's an amazing movie. Damn, I, I miss, I miss those times. I miss being thirteen and watching those. Movies I remember and... I watched all those movies in the movie theater, being thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, back in the day when we would skip in the movie theater. We would buy two tickets. Seven of us would go in. We'll get one bag of popcorn, one uh, soda. They were both refillable, and we'll stay there and watch three movies. And those movies were great. And nobody had to protect us. We went in there and we saw that. And we turned out to be fairly decent and not very racist. Well, now that you mention it, if, what about like video games? Because look at all the like Grand Theft Auto, you know, the video games and, and Hitman and all this movie or, or video games that you have to kill people, you have to you know, punch them and fucking something's rape. I don't know. You, you got to do some weird shit. Sure. And then be, be before, I don't know. Some parents were like, oh, don't, don't buy that game or don't play that game because you're going to turn out fucked up. Also, some of those games came out when Columbine happened. So a lot of people are like, oh, that kid, he killed people and, uh, because yeah, he was playing he, he video fucked, games. He fucked it up for the rest of us. Yeah. Let's be honest. And then now it's all the time. <laughs> now it's all the time, unfortunately. It's uh, American pastime. <laughs> Fuck baseball. Well, same with music. I mean, when I was... When I had just recently moved to the United States, Eminem was the real Slim Shady, and... <laughs> I was told not to listen to his music and not to buy his CDs and stuff. But you guess had corn, you had Limp Bizkit. Yeah, I mean, late 90s, early 2000s was a very specific uh, time. 
where there was a little bit of hostility in music. That is true. That is true. Now, you mentioned talk, talking about music, right, and how you consume it. These days, it's very rare to see somebody that has headphones that are not Bluetooth. You don't see anybody with wired headphones, right? The only person that has wired headphones in the public transportation system of Madrid, Spain, is your boy right here, Kiko Flo. How so? And I get them for the cheapo in the Best Buy equivalent store here in Madrid. And the other day I got two pairs of these wired Sony headphones, the little small ones that you plug in your ear, each of them for like five euros. I love them. They last long, but they're disposable if you lose them. And, and I always know where they are. So what is your opinion on this? Because I know that you use Bluetooth headphones. I find it that they're too expensive and too risky if you lose them. What's your take on this? I'm on the same boat as you. I think they're too expensive. And it's, it's I mean, I've, I've lost and damaged a few, so I would have to rebuy them, and it's quite expensive. But I like the... I like the wireless setup. I mean, I don't have, I don't like to have this shit when I'm talking and then it's just like knocking my shit off. I remember in high school I used to have my my uh earbuds from uh from Apple when they first came out and then I used to put them inside my shirt and then just like hanging out. That was super cool. Yeah. Uh and that was good because the fucking cable was in the uh, wasn't in the way. This is the thing, though. Back then, when only wired existed, you didn't know what it felt like to not have wired. Sure. So wired was perfect. But then you got used to the Bluetooth, especially Apple users. You have an Apple iPhone. You will yes, iPhones are Apple. You only use WhatsApp when you talk to me and and other friends that are immigrants. Uh, but mostly Americans use the iChat, right? Or which uh, iMessage. iMessage. <laughs> so you have the thing with the ear pods. Do you have ear ear pods from, from yeah, Apple? Yeah. The AirPods. I do have them. They're expensive. Okay. They're nice. I mean the noise canceling section of it was is very good. So I'm down for that. Well, last night I was in a plane back to my home, and well, one of the sucky parts is that you need to uh, plug it uh, to refill the battery, right? It runs out after, what, six, seven hours? So this one's for good. It lasted me the whole trip, the whole six hours of fucking flying. So it was good. As soon as I landed, I put them away. Now they're recharging. Uh, but that sucks. With the wire ones, you just plug it in. That's it. No, I just no have more. a thing against. I have a thing against. Uh, this. I like analog a little more. For example, on my computer PC setup, I have a keyboard and a mouse, and they're gaming equipment, and they're wired because if they're wired, the information goes faster and is a better response when it comes to gaming and being exact and precise. When it comes to audio. 
I mean, I, I do have a caveat here. I recently have uh, some Bluetooth headphones, but the ones that kind of look like the ones I have now, not the little ones, but over the head headphones and they were Bluetooth and, and they were actually very good. They lasted me for like two years and I used to use them in my PC. They weren't great for going out like exercising because they were too heavy and big. But for the house, it was cool. I could stand up, move around, go to the kitchen and still listen to the things. But they stopped working after two years. The wire ones, you don't have to charge them. They always work. And I, I get that it is a little bit annoying now that you know how the wireless works to have some wires. But I say, bro, you know what I say to that? Stop being a little bitch. And appreciate a little bit. Yeah. App appreciate the minimalistic essence. Although, ironically, the Bluetooth wireless is more minimalistic because there's less things on it. But I mean, like, simplistic. And I know that if those headphones get fucked or I lose them, I pay five bucks and I get new ones. I like the ones that I'm wearing now. They're, they were cheap. They work perfect for what I use them for. And then there's no lag. Sometimes with a Bluetooth, you, there's a little lag. But the ones you have are wired. They're wired, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see, you have no lag. Bluetooth sometimes can fuck up if there's like other, you know, signals happening. So I know that there's people out there that are like, hey, Kiko, I understand you come from like an immigrant background. Uh, Venezuela <laughs> is, is in a certain situation that they're still, you know, an underdeveloped country. You don't know what it is to have an Apple iPhone with, you know, connected to the earphones, to the iWatch, to the butt watch, to the, <clears throat> to the, <clears throat> to well, the also I, I hope. It also doesn't help that Apple just doesn't make the the hole for for the wire anymore. Right. So, it, and I think that, and I think that's like racism. And <laughs> okay. and, and and xenophobia. Explain me why. Explain me why okay, this because is... because you're pretty much saying okay, the people that use my phone can only use wire. So, sorry, uh, Bluetooth, and you gotta get my fucking headphones that cost like 200 bucks or three or four if you want to use your nasty common men wired headphones get the fuck out of here <laughs> you gotta get a fucking an adapter that costs 70 bucks okay and you shut the fuck up okay if you come here you learn the language and you and you and you, and you don't you don't download what's up well the the thing is that now the adapter goes in the one hole that we have, but then you can't charge your phone at the same time. No, no, it's great. So it's like a loose-loose situation. Steve, Steve Jobs would be fucking happy. He's happy that. right now. Yeah, he's seeing how they complicated things. But I get it. I see I see the environment they're trying to to make. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, even though I did call them out on it and I said they're racist, okay, I'll take it back. They have their, they have their model, right? They have their model. And you know what? I think that you as a company, you sell your products, you create an environment. You have the right, although it sounds fucked up, you have the right to choose who your customers are. And you could say, you know what? The customers that I want are motherfuckers that are not going to use some wire headphones. And that's, at the end of the day, that's fine. I'm going to give you another example. There's this brand I didn't know about. I recently learned about it from my cousins and sisters that buy clothes and never wear it. Uh, Lululemon. It's like a brand, right? That does, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think they do like, they're big on like yoga pants. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? And uh, <laughs> the, the guy that created it, the founder, he's no longer in the company. He's you know he's not he sold it, uh, so he just has like maybe some stake in it, but he doesn't have to do anything with the company. But they asked him like, hey, we see that you know in your commercials and shit, you have a certain type of model. You don't have any like plus size women. It's all like skinny girls and certain type of like look and this and that. And he's like, yeah, you know, we make this shit for certain exclusive types of people. And at the end of the day, people need to learn that there's that's not the same as racism or classism or, or xenophobia. Dude, it's like if you're Gucci, you want a certain type of client and you cater to a specific you know, like these days, luxury is not Louis Vuitton, it's not Coach, it's not Gucci that shows that it's brand. No, what real millionaires buy are clothes that are minimalistic that don't even show the brand. And they're like, the brands are brands you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So, I wish I was rich. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't see it bad that as a brand, you try to put out so they're basically saying, fuck the fat. Well, I mean, he's, he said, I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Well, like, how did you feel when you were young and you went to buy a, I don't know, American Eagle and they didn't have fucking shirts for you? Well, when I was like younger, shit. when I was younger, I thankfully, you were a papi chulo, but I was a little papi chulo. I wasn't. Okay. But uh, thankfully, I didn't have that issue when I was younger, although I wasn't the the fittest guy, I could have done a lot better. I should have, uh, should have damaged my pecker a lot more. Um, no, but what I'm saying is like, for example, today, it is not my style, but if I wanted to go like into Sarah, H and M mango, the typical, you know, stores for middle-class, that you can get a little nice shit that makes you look like Ricky Martin back in 2005 before he was gay. I cannot fucking go to those stores because even if I get triple X, it doesn't fit me. Especially yeah, because like, I, I live in Europe, right? They're like slim triple X. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm, look, I'm X at this moment because I haven't been productive. I haven't kept to my... To my promises, and I'm I'm super fat right now. I I wear XL. Okay. I've worn L in the recent times, but I'm XL US. XL in Europe doesn't fit me. It's like a medium. <laughs> so I need to go like triple XL. And imagine you go into a store and you're like, "Hi, do you have this thing in the size of a fucking bed sheet that I can just wrap around?" <laughs> Hi, do you have you fucking weird? Do you have textiles in the back that you can cut? (laughs) You just give me a chunk of textile. I just wrap it around myself like a fucking seal. (laughs) Uh, Is that what you want from me? So all I'm saying is, yeah, there's there's a lot of stores that I cannot buy clothes from. Am I going to go cry to them? Be like, hey, Sarah, why don't you make this shit? In, in 4XL. Well, now they're doing that. Now they're adding more sizes for it. I think that fucks it up. I think that is actually disrespectful. You think? 
Bro, there's type of clothes that I cannot wear and that I shouldn't be able to wear. I need to earn the right to wear it. It's like when I... Okay, I'll put the example on the other end. When a girl that shouldn't be wearing something is wearing it. I, and I don't want to get detailed because people are going to be like, hey, you're misogynistic. You're... Sometimes I wish you gave more detail. No, but uh, you can this imagine. This is one of those instances. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's just say... The container is too small for the mm. for the amount of uh, <laughs> of goodness that you need to fit in there. Okay. And don't get me well, wrong, I'm all into the chunky. When I <laughs> when I when, when I used to eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when I was back in the in the greatest empire of Earth, the U.S. of A. Grape jelly and chunky peanut butter. So I'm I'm into the chunks. If I if I get uh, chips ahoy, I get chocolate chunks. Okay, I like the chunks, but I'm so saying you, you cannot fit that chunks in everything. You need to you need it you need the right <laughs> textiles, right? Yeah, yeah. Why why do you think why do you think this happens? Why do you think the chunky don't get the right size? Okay, the first thing is because I think, the, no, here talking out of my ass, the women's clothes empire depends on making everybody feel that they could wear that shit. And I feel like there's not enough realness where it's like, hey, by the way, you cannot buy here. You need to go to the, you need to go to the, the Gap or whatever the fuck. I don't know. The plus size store. Yeah. Big and tall. That's, that's the name of the store, Big and Tall. I mean, I think they should come up with like a better name. <laughs> like that like that makes it less of a thing to go there. Yeah. Like Yeah, I never I've never been and I'm a big guy. Like I can imagine I can imagine an independent black woman <laughs> that's overweight and wants to like have a movement creates a store where she sells oversized clothes and calls it Shankalicious. <laughs> there is a store called Juicylicious or a word? Something like that. Or there's one that's called Juicy Couture, I think. You see? You need we need to flip it. Like you can be a guy store for fat fat boys. You call it Big Poppies. Big Poppies. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the same premise as Big and Tall, right? No, but Big Papi sounds gangster, bro. <laughs> and the designs are different. You go in there, they make things that are catered to you, that you're going to look good in. You know what What was good? When when we went to high school and then all the baggy clothes were in style. So the triple X for some would be a nice large, extra large for, for others. So... Maybe maybe we we need to start heading that way. The big G unit shirt. Exactly. Sean, Sean John, Jenko jeans. Yeah. Good times, you get huh? me? You get me? Good times. We're getting old, bro. Life is gonna end at one point. No, uh well, later, very much later in the in the life. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? What is he talking about? No, but I'm just saying, 
Yeah, like th- that was an era, and I do think that bringing back the baggy clothes. Remember the 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 shorts, long shorts with a bunch of bags, cargo pants, in case you needed space for shit. Did you ever use the extra storage? I did, I did, because I I actually took pride in leaving my house with a book bag, nothing, and I just had everything in my pockets, and I just felt cool about it. I look yeah. back now and I'm like, that looked very horrible. I look very bad in those clothes. Yeah, I remember uh, some guys just one pen, a, a bunch of uh, papers, like uh, notebook papers, just bunch up in a in a in one of the pocket holes, and that's it. Live live life easy. You could put a little cheeseburger on one of the pockets. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you could, you know why you could fit in there? Depending on the cargo pants you had, a whole bag of uh, Little Caesars breadsticks. <laughs> That's very specific. I feel like you have done that. Yeah, that was part of my, uh, okay. you know, op- uh, modus operandi. And you would go into <laughs> so, the movie theaters with the popcorn, and then you could just sneak in the little breadsticks, bro. Man, if you went to the theaters at 16, 17 year olds with Stephanie, from math class. And in the middle of watching Eurotrip, you know, for example, you pull out breadsticks and you and you even brought the little sauce. In the, the other little, pocket. The little marinara sauce. You she know even you had. <laughs> I didn't want to say. I didn't want to <laughs> say, but you know, Stephanie. She was getting finger blasted that day. She's coming through. Because she's like, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, think about it. If I was Stephanie, I was like, yo, for real, I saw you dick. Like, what's good? You <laughs> you brought the breadsticks and the sauce? That's, that's crazy. Out, that, that, that's crazy. <laughs> I'll suck that dick up. I mean, I've gotten shit for much less than that. Imagine coming yeah. through with them breadsticks. And then after you tell her, hey, don't worry. When we get out of here, I got you with the actual, like, pepperoni pizza from Little the Caesars. Pizza. <laughs> The five dollar pizza. The five dollar pizza, and we'll eat it in the park a lot, and then we'll go back in my car. We'll go to the park, and we'll do a little <laughs> finger blasting session. <laughs> For shits and giggles, Stephanie had a good Friday night, and she was well fed, which is important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once she got home, Mama yeah. said, "Are you hungry?" And she'll be like, "Fuck no, Mom. No, Mama." Uh, I've been fed. I've been taken care of, Mama, by the little fu- the, the, the little Latino boy that has no papers. I found me a good old boy. I found me a little good Mexican boy. <laughs> he's from Mexico. No, he's Venezuelan, but you know they're all the same. Oh shit, Mama, damn. Mama, I found me an illegal enemy. <laughs> he has a he has a big old dick. He's not circumcised. It's weird. <laughs> It looks like a fucking. Mm. Shout out to Mr. H for being a racist prick. Whoa, whoa, that was that was out of left field. No, I, I, it just brought back memories about and, Mr. And, H. And, and, and if you're gonna talk about them, say their names. That's Mr. Holden. No, no, no. That's Mr. Holden. Yeah, he was he, racist. He was racist against Mexicans yeah. and Venezuelans. But but but, but 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 I got no I got no hate. No. I got no hate for Mr. Holden. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Yeah, so um, Stephanie was well fed. Well fed, taken we, care of. 
we we pleasure ourselves watching uh, boobies in the early 2000s. Wireless headphones are better than no wire headphones or right. Bluetooth headphones. Wireless. That's what I learned today. Okay. All right. Well, the, anything else you want to say to Mr. Holden before we leave? I wonder where he's at. What what uh, what county jail is he's, he's at right now? <laughs> that's fucked up, bro. All right. Well, that's a hatred that you can uh, carry. Much love, Mr. H. Uh, Chef Maurice, well, directly from the kitchen, literally. Uh, this is Kiko Flow, Kiko Flow Cervantes. Thank you for tuning in. We're all on, on all platforms, and yeah, send us in, you know your questions. The other day, I saw our reviews that we have on Spotify, three point seven out of five stars. Who do you think will, will leave us a piece of shit rating like that? I understand our English is not the best. We have an accent, but come on, dude. We're trying here, man. We're trying to give you the fucking, you know, the real skis. And you give us like a shitty review like that. And that had to be like somebody gave a five star. Another person gave a five star. And then somebody gave like a two star. Damn. What a piece of shit person is that, man? No, just uh, just keep Mr. listening. <laughs> so <laughs> Keep listening. We're getting better. So on, on iTunes, please, if you could please give us a five star rating so that it can compensate for the pieces of shit that gave us bad reviews, which I don't know if what for. It's not, like, it's, it's not like we give the news here. We're just fucking telling you the real skis every week, dog, coming through. I got a star in my eye. And I just noticed this today. I went into the ratings. I'm trying to do the whole administration, right? And what do I see? A 3.7 star rating because we got a 4.6 on, on Spotify, which I was already mad about. I was like, who the fuck is giving us bad reviews here? But a 3.7 on iTunes, that hurts me. In the anus, hard. Hmm. So I need a little bit of fucking understanding out there. Help a motherfucker out. Me and Chef Maurice are really trying. Chef Maurice hasn't found a job in six months. We need this shit to work. We're putting out like 17 clips a day. <laughs> We're working what, hard for what you What the guys. fuck do you want? <laughs> no, but that's all for real. Please send in your questions. Leave your comments. We love you. Take care. Have a little fun and, and play around with it. Touch it sometimes. Touch it. 